intros. Welcome to Hi, I'm Joey. Blah blah blah. Not obviously that. I'm going to do it properly. <laughs> Welcome to Hi, I'm Joe. Blah blah blah. Hi, welcome to Wordsmithing, the podcast about writing, self-publishing, and we have no idea what we're doing. So if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing either, then this is the podcast for you. It's the anti-guide to writing, what not to do rather than what to do. (laughs) We'll learn together. Thank you for tuning in. I am Rachel Rain, author of the Dead Tempted series, dark fantasy novelist with an even darker sense of humour. And I am Joe Morningstar, author of The Safari Girl. And, oh, it's porn. Let's face it, it's porn. I write porn. It's just porn. It's just. <laughs> There's some story in it. Honest. <laughs> Probably the first question I'd like to start with is when did you first start writing? Well, it's a difficult one. I wrote stuff on and off, but I suppose really I first started semi-regularly writing when I was about 14, 15. Terrible, terrible porn in inverted commas. (laughs) Have you always written porn? Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, it used to involve things like pineapple rings and donuts and um, quite famous rock stars at the time. Oh, so... Were there rock stars in the 60s? I don't quite know. <laughs> Not that old. And that would have been in the 90s. 90s. 90s rock stars. So it was pretty much as soon as your hormones kicked in, so did your writing. Pretty much. Nice. They were specifically written for people. I had a friend who really, really liked this fella, so I used to make her and him be the starring roles. <laughs> That's very accommodating of you. Yes. <laughs> and you... What about you? When did you first start writing? Uh, I, I can't remember a specific point, but I know that it was it was really young. I, I guess it's the same for most authors, is they start as soon as they can hold a pen, or a quill in your case, or a rock and a mallet. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it was a rock and mallet, we all know this. Well, yeah, but at least I invented texting by pushing that rock down a hill. You realise that's going to be the theme of the podcast, is me just taking the piss out of you being old. Well, yes. So it'd be nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I did write earlier than that, but not on a regular basis and nothing I can really remember as such. I think I wrote a short story when I was a bit younger on holiday. I I can't remember the gist of it. I just remember we were lying in, in bed and I could hear someone laughing outside and that triggered it so I wrote a really short piece for that and apparently that was quite good but fuck knows if I still got that anywhere might be in my mum's loft somewhere I think mine are all under my bed in a box gathering dust and moths just full of grammatical errors and I, I didn't really write stories as such not full length ones there were more bits and pieces so I guess you'd consider them chapters like so i just write a chapter from a story that i always planned to finish and never did yeah i've got plenty of those lying around but i think i think the ones that i was talking about earlier the donuts and pineapple rings they were complete stories but maybe two three a four pages and really really bad 
probably. I'd like to get my hands on one of those just to reread it, but I don't think I've got any because I hand wrote them all, so I never had copies because, you know, didn't have computers back in those days. Not in the house. <laughs> I think a lot of external influences does make a massive difference when I'm writing. So like you said with the, you heard someone laughing outside, so there's just little things like that will sort of trigger a wider storyline. Can you remember the first thing you wrote or not? Uh, I can, um, not the very, very first thing. I'm sure that was like dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I remember the first story I wrote, or at least the first one I can remember, is um, it was a sequel to Roald Dahl's um, George's Marvelous Medicine. Okay. I wrote that as um, part of a project for school in year five, which would be, they've all changed now. I would still be five, won't it? It's only senior school that's changed. I haven't got a clue. Has it? Has any of them changed? It wasn't. <laughs> it was all just one big class when you were in school. No, it wasn't. The end of uh, middle school was year 11, and then the beginning of secondary school was technically year 12, but it was also year 8. So then we went from 8, 9, 10, I think. It was just weird. And then I finished in year 12. 12, which was a year of sixth form, so technically I finished in year 11. No, must have started on year 8 or 10, I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago! It was a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I left school in, two, in 97, and that was after an extra year. 97? I don't think I was even at school in 97. No, and I did an extra year of school at that point. Uh, do you get held back? No, I did sixth form for a year, but and all the classes that I wanted to continue doing for the second year, I couldn't do, like um, AS in art, because my drawing skills weren't good enough, apparently. I got an A in art, GCSE, <laughs> but not because I could draw, because I could work with my hands. I'm very good at manipulating clay. That, that's a good skill to have. Yeah. You know, if you're a caveman. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Can you remember the first thing you wrote? Not the exact first thing, but I remember one of the first things I remember writing was a short story that I wrote when we was on holiday. Cause, and I remember being quite proud of a poem I wrote about sharks in school, but it's probably shit. That probably is still in my mum's loft but at the time I was quite proud of it but one day I might pull it out some and reread it but then after that when I started writing regularly I think I mentioned earlier was the porn stuff with 80 rock stars <laughs> 80s rock stars not 80 rock stars I wasn't quite the slut that I turned out to be at that point <laughs> <laughs> I, I've definitely just got pages and pages filled with just little scribble bits. Even sometimes I just write one sentence and it wouldn't lead anywhere. It'd just stay in my notebook forever. But eventually one day that one sentence could be the start of a story. It's got better since those early days. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I can definitely spell a little bit better than when I first started writing. Yeah, but I tend to find that people with creative brains 
their mind works quicker than their fingers and they end up spelling incorrectly purely because the two don't work at the same speed. Yeah, Which is why spell check is a godsend. <laughs> they also say that is the reason why creative people tend to have, or intelligent people tend to have terrible handwriting because their minds work faster than their hands can put the words on the paper. Oh, I've got really good handwriting. I have if I sit down and do it. But then my handwriting can change from the top of the page to the bottom page. By the time I get to the... Like, it looks like two different people or three different people have written the same piece of work on a single page sometimes. And occasionally, if I'm feeling really adventurous, I swap hands. Oh, that's... <laughs> I tried doing that. It didn't work out very well. I could do other things with my left hand. Writing is not one of them. I don't know why. I just decided one day I was going to teach myself to write with my left hand. So I did. And it's actually... It's legible. And it's not too bad. I'm a little out of practice because I haven't done it for a while. But I think mine's legible. Legible enough that if I was, you know stranded and for some reason had lost one hand in a pirate attack i could put a message in a bottle and someone would know what i was talking about that may have been the reason behind it i don't know or just because i wanted to be ambidextrous because i thought it was cool that was your reason behind it just in case you get attacked by pirates one day and need to write a hand with your <laughs> message with your left hand is it you want it to be a masterpiece not a scribbled sos <laughs> it's can't be like a fool to whom it may concern i i'm afraid i have come across a bit of trouble yours sincerely joe <laughs> they do say that to get your brain working if you're a creative person you should try to do stuff with your left hand sometimes so things like brushing your teeth making coffee, just normal everyday stuff that you'd normally use your right hand for. Yeah, and you'd actually be surprised how much you can do with your wrong hand, your less dominant hand, because you do a lot of with it, because it balances stuff, like when you pick up heavy stuff, you use, it's a lot stronger than you think it is. I feel like we've gone off topic again. Yeah, I tend to think we do that. That's pretty common for writers, I think. Yes, yes it is. That's how we write so well, tangents. And sometimes you can spawn several books out of one book because you've gone off on the tangent. Because sometimes your characters don't do what you want them to. Sometimes they're stubborn fucks. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how to end this, how to sign it off. Uh, yeah. Right, fuck off, see you next week. Fuck off, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we could cut all this, right? Well, we decided. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it all in. <laughs> Next week we'll discuss where our inspiration comes from and how people find inspiration. If you have any questions or anything you'd like us to cover, you can find us at... I don't know what our tags are. Do we have tags yet? No, you can find us at Wordsmithing on Facebook. We have a group. Please come and join us. You can also leave a comment in the comment box. And please give us five stars so other people can find our insane ramblings. Because that would be awesome. Alright. Time to sign off. Smell you later, dickheads. <laughs> Whatever Joe said. <laughs> <laughs>